my body at that moment wasn't just for me. It was for my baby that I, you know, had just given birth to. And um, in a way that mentality kind of goes through your life, how Chris just said, like, we're doing this for the next generation where we have to teach our children to be healthy and give them the guidance and, you know, the knowledge to, to lead healthy lifestyles for themselves. Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know. Like, share, and subscribe. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Unmasking Greatness. Today is a special day. Today I have a special guest with us. It is my wife, Liliana Kakoris. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> so Preston, again, he's, he's got some stuff going on, a little bit busy. So I have to create a couple different uh, episodes without him, which is perfectly okay. And I was like, well, why not bring on the closest person to me without her telling all my dirty little secrets? So I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, but anyways, the, the, the purpose of this, what I really want to share, and I hope you guys get from, is the fact that Lily was not always into fitness, working out, eating healthy, which none of us were. I wasn't at one point as well. But we were talking today, and I thought it would be interesting to kind of go through her thought process and her journey of us when we first started dating and how that kind of unfolded into where she is today, uh, which is, you know, being more health conscious exercising on a regular, you know, not, not crazy, not like a extremist when it comes to, you know, in the fitness industry or anything like that, but just having an overall healthy life. And, you know, when we met, this was back in 2014, I was in the middle of bodybuilding, my bodybuilding career, trying to go pro. And we, you know, by, by fate met each other. But again, I was really extreme in the fitness industry at that point in time. And Lily was you. Did you finish college at that time? Or I had graduated the year before. Yeah, so I was okay. Fresh out of college. <laughs> so so yeah. So you're basically talking about probably like drinking, partying, going out, like as as we all did. So mm-hmm. I want you to kind of share uh, what what that kind of was like for you as far as you know meeting me. Did you see it? Would you ever think that this would like unfold the way that it did and we get married and have a kid and and living this lifestyle or was it like just kind of like, let's just see where this road goes. Um, But as, as we started, you know, finally like hanging out and dating, um, we'd, we'd start going to the gym together. So why don't you kind of, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of hand over the mic to you and I want you to just kind of explain your, your feelings, your thought process in the very beginning when you met me and when kind of health and fitness was not really in your line of view. Right. So, um, when we first met, I was the girl who, I mean, I don't know anything about sports, but I was at the bar at every game, (laughs) you know, I'd watch, I'd go to the, if there's a basketball game, I'm going, if there's a football game, I'm going, do I know anything about football or basketball or any sport? No, not at all. (laughs) But you know, that was my thing. And, uh, when I first met you, I, when we realized we lived near each other, I was like, Hmm, maybe this guy would be good to have like, 
as a friend and I can, he can help train me or I can get into fitness. Um, I was never like, never really worked out at the time I was doing yoga a little bit, but more like, like not as consistent. Right. You know, <laughs> kind of like going to the football games. You're yeah, just yeah, going yeah. to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I think it was something I always kind of wanted, but never saw myself doing it just because I, I never had done it before. You know, it's like you see somebody in their cute little workout outfit and you're like, dang, I want that. But you're like, no, that's not for me. I'm, I go to the bar. Yeah. Okay. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when we started to date, I mean, we would go out, you know, um, you go out to eat and hang out, you know, the, the normal typical things that you would do when you first met someone. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure there was a point where we got to a crossroad road, a crossroad where we were like, okay, are we, are we just kind of like friends or are we dating? This time, this, this is a conversation that comes up sometimes when we talk <laughs> about each other. But, uh, but I, I, I told Lily at that time, cause we actually, I remember just sitting down at the kitchen table and she was asking like, what are we like? Are we official? Are we not official? And, uh, I told her, I was like, I'm gonna be honest. I was like, I don't know if you want to date me. And, uh, and, and for a couple reasons, one, I was still, um, I wasn't sure if I was ready to commit at that time. I mean, I was single, you know, probably for about a, a year or more at that point. Uh, but you know, past relationships, you know, you, you, you're a little bit sketched out, you know, deciding if you want to get into something committed again. So that was one. And then two, I was like, I'm in college. I'm trying to get my pro card as a bodybuilder, like me going out to bars, drinking, going out to eat a lot. Like all of that is off the table. Like I just don't do that. My life is really boring. And I was like, I don't know if that's what you want. And she kind of looked at me and <laughs> was like, okay, so you don't want to make it official. So I'm assuming it's okay that we see other people. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so the typical guy thing to say, like, no, like, wow, why do we got to label We're something? Exclusive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so inevitably she gave me the ultimatum and then we, <laughs> we ended up uh, making things official, which yes. was, you know, turned out to be the best thing in my life. But mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I told her that. So, you know, with me saying that she really accepted my lifestyle she accepted the fact that like I eat very, very simple, a lot of routine. You I exercise on a regular, you know, I'm working and, and she was too, as well as like working and doing her own thing. But, you know, coming from not having any sort of, you know, structure when it comes to working out and nutrition and things like that, like what was your thought process like trying to date somebody like that? Um, eating clean wasn't hard. I mean, I feel like my mom always made us home cooked meals and we ate pretty healthy at home. Um, I mean, that was like in my childhood. And then obviously college is like a little bit different, you know, you're eating out and, and stuff like that. But um, the eating wasn't that hard. It was the gym, you know, I, um, I was like, I felt silly. Obviously, I'm working out with this cute boy that I just met, and I'm like, this is – I'll probably look like a dummy right now. But, you know, you really helped me, guided me through it. Um, and, you know, even though I was going to the gym with Chris, Chris couldn't work out for me. So I'm still the one doing the work and seeing the 
physical changes and the mental um, changes really inspired me to keep going and keep doing it for myself other than just like go because this cute boy's going and I'm going to follow him. (laughs) Um, The only thing about the nutrition that I will say when he was competing is he would make these awful, (laughs) awful (laughs) pumpkin pancakes and I would eat them. And I was like, girl, (laughs) if you can eat these pancakes, are you sure you want to spend the rest of your life with this guy? I don't know. The the pancakes did make me question the relationship. I will say that. But, you know, fortunately they only lasted for about like a month or two. I think he was sick of them too. Yeah. And just to um, justify that, (laughs) listen, when you're on a bodybuilding diet, you get very creative with the things that you eat. So I remember it was, it was, uh, a, basically a sweet potato, protein powder, uh, egg whites. Egg whites. Yeah. I think that, I think that was it. And then some cinnamon and stuff like that. So it was better than just your basic chicken and rice. It was just something different for the palate. So anyways, <laughs> so he says, yeah, just, just we threw those out, yes. which is why she's still with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that was, that was a king, but you know, the reason that I thought this would be a really good conversation to have and talk about is because no matter where you are in your current journey, maybe you're, you know, you're, you've been out of college, you know, Mm -hmm. and you just can't figure out how to get things rolling. You don't know how to, where to start, who to ask. And, you know, that's why I thought it was kind of cool to like, you know, talk to Lily about is say, Hey, you know, like, why don't you explain like the thoughts and the feelings that you were going through? Because I think, and this is what I told her in my opinion was her dating me was you know, a big factor in sticking with it, right? With the, the environment that I mm-hmm. kind of put upon her, you know, her dating me and and the lifestyle that I was lifting was living was was very uh, consistent, but also probably encouraging because we all go through these slumps where we're like, is it really worth it? You know, is this, I mean, this is kind of tough. Like, do I want to eat the, the pancakes? You know what I mean? And, um, you know, for her, like she said, like she started, seeing results, started to, you know, gain more confidence in the gym, you know, putting in the work. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure it wasn't like always like that. You know, you probably start seeing some progress in the beginning. And then we kind of like, you know, the progress kind of slows down. You don't see the changes like that you want to see. And, you know, for that, I think a lot of times it's not about so much the, the end goal. It's more changing the daily habits that you're living right? Trying to be more consistent, you know, brick by brick outside of trying to carry 50 bricks up a mountain and then falling and all of them coming down with you. So for me, I thought that us having that healthy lifestyle, our values were starting to align. The, the, the vision of what, how we wanted to live was really kind of starting to be, you know, again, aligned with each other. And that's what inevitably helped us become more of a a healthy fit family in a sense. Now, like we're not extreme again. Like, do we eat pizza? Yes. Do we have mm-hmm. ice cream? Of course. Do we skip workouts? Yeah. Like we'll go do certain things, but overall I would say that we are health conscious and it's just because again, we, we respect ourselves. We want to make sure that we have a healthy lifestyle. And even now us having a son, we want to make sure that we are able to, you know, feed him the right foods. He grows strong He doesn't have all the health complications and the obesity rates in America that are just like constantly rising. And it all comes down to us. You know, as a kid, they don't get to choose what they eat. They don't get to choose whether they go outside and play or not. I mean, honestly, the parents are the ones that are dictating that. So 
you know, ultimately like we are crafting the next generation and it starts with us. So if we don't, you know, start taking control of our lives and respecting ourselves, you know, that's not something that we can start to portray on someone else. So I know that gets, you know, kind of deep, but you know, ultimately that's what it comes down to. So, you know, I mean, do you think, you know, so, so back to, you know, back when we were like working out, Mm -hmm. you know, we started working out and, um, and then we did have our son, you know, in, uh, what was it? 2018. And, um, you know, at that point, you know, we were starting to make shifts in our lives, you know, as far as, uh, you know, setting things up for the baby, you know, like I was trying to figure out like, cause I'll tell you this, if you're a parent and you go to the gym, when they find out that you're, you're having a child, you know, probably male or female for that matter, they're gonna be like, Oh, you know, you're not going to be working out like you used to, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to give up the, the exercise and eating healthy. Like all these, like, I don't know why people would say that to you, especially people at the gym, nonetheless, like they're at the gym, but I think they're talking about themselves. You know, they're the ones that like, I had a kid, I stopped working out for like years, got mm-hmm. overweight. And now I'm like 60 years old trying to catch back up, you know, but again, it's not about trying to balance everything. It's, it's more about integrating it into your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, fortunately, you know, in my circumstance, I mean, I worked a lot. Lily had a lot of, you know, and, and me had a lot of help from her family as well to come and, and help her. And I could actually get to the gym maybe twice a week in the beginning, you know, which was better than none. I mean, I'm used to going six days a week. So if I can take two, I'll take two. But, you know, taking that shift of that mindset from going to all or nothing, right? If I can't do six, then I'm just not doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, no, let me just get my two in you know, and we'll pivot and work around and things will start to smooth back out. So, you know, did you feel like, you know, being, being fit and and working out and then having a baby, did, were you ever concerned about body dysmorphia? No, I don't think I ever, um, felt like I couldn't get back to what my pre, um, pregnancy body was. I mean, obviously I knew it wasn't going to be the exact same, things start to sag. (laughs) Um, but you know, I felt like we had a healthy lifestyle, um, and, and that it was something that I could, you know, bring back again. Um, I did kind of not work out as much when I was pregnant, not because I felt like I couldn't, but when you're pregnant, you can smell literally the future. You can smell everything (laughs) you can. I mean, I could smell people's hormones. It was too much. And the gym smelled so disgusting to me. So I had to kind of like not go as much just for that reason. Um, But, and then, yeah, once you have a kid, you know, the first couple of months you're not sleeping. I was nursing. I nursed for two years. And so I didn't make it to the gym as um, much as I would have liked to in those first two years. But I think I was very conscious about what I was eating. You know, um, I'm Mexican. So in our culture, we do cuarentena, only eat chicken soup for 40 days after you have a baby. <laughs> um, that's not just for diet purposes to like for you to look good, but also for the baby not to have colic and to basically it's you're eating extremely clean. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that having, you know, those things already in my mind of that my body at that moment wasn't just for me. It was for my baby that I, you know, had just given birth to. And um, in a way that mentality kind of goes through your life, how Chris just said, like, 
we're doing this for the next generation where we have to teach our children to be healthy and give them the guidance and, you know, the knowledge to, to lead healthy lifestyles for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, and it's, we, we, I think, you know, and this is just kind of like general knowledge that for anybody that is, you know, thinking about getting pregnant or is pregnant currently, if you've been working out prior, Mm -hmm. it is okay to continue working out through the pregnancy. I mean, there's certain exercises that I would probably avoid like laying on your back, but uh, in general, that's kind of like the guideline. Um, But again, if you have, you know, um, heightened senses, like (laughs) we did, you will just maneuver some things around and, you know, get outside, outside of just going to the gym and things like that. But I was still really active. Like at the time of my pregnancy, I was working at our family restaurant. So I was on my feet walking around all day long. Yeah. You know, I wasn't just laying. Yeah. (laughs) But there's some sort of structure, right? And this is what it all like Mm -hmm. comes back down to is crafting the life for what you want, right? You got to have systems. You got to have routines. You got to have some sort of structure that you can fall back on when motivation is gone. Mm -hmm. And that's the like, the biggest pusher that I tell so many people when I talk to them is like, you know, they're coming to me like, Chris, I wish I was motivated like you. I just, I'm waiting to, I gotta, I gotta get that motivation to get things started. And at the end of the day, like that motivation is not going to be the one to gas you through, you know, the path that you need to take to get the results that you want. You know, that motivation comes in waves. And I tell people when that wave is coming, ride it, you know, ride that thing all the way till it starts to like calm down. But once it calms, you have to pedal. You know, you have to paddle. I said pedal, paddle. (laughs) You have to paddle, you know, because, you know, that's the paddling is the routines, the rituals, the the structure in your day, the guidelines that you follow, follow the values that you live by. Like that is what's going to set you apart from those that actually reach their goals and don't. So again, all of you guys, and I'm telling you, all of you have some sort of like structure to your day. You have some sort of consistency It's just like, is it aligned with what you ultimately want? And if it's not, then it's time to start making a shift. And Mm -hmm. probably the best thing to do outside of trying to stop the bad habits is just continue to add good ones, you know, just add more to it. Because over time, uh, the scale is going to tip. And those those little habits that you've been stacking up over time is going to outweigh all the negative ones. It'll start to smother. You know, we call that keystone habits, right? Where you, you just pick one, you know, and maybe that's going to the gym, right? You're like, I'm going to pick one habit to start working on. I'm going to start going to the gym. And by you doing that by default, now in your mind, you're going to be like, I worked out. You're going to start being a little more health conscious with the foods that you're eating, right? Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to start working out. So I need a jug of water. I'm going to go buy a jug of water. You're going to start keeping water on you. And when you, when you work out, what happens? you're probably going to get a little more tired. So you're going to sleep better at night. So you start to compound everything. It's like a domino effect. Like you just start with one piece and it just starts to unfold on its own. So don't think about trying to take over the world all at once. Just just take one step. Yes. I will say like including something that you like, like do a vodka soda as a pre-workout. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just cut, kidding. Cut Don't do podcast. that. Don't do that. Um, no, but like, you know, me, I'm like a hair and makeup girly. So even though I was going to the gym, I would still do my hair and makeup to go to the gym. And I know it says like a little silly, but, or, you know, get a really cute outfit, something that's going to motivate you to go, to keep going, you know, yeah. um, 
I think that's I think that's a, a great thing, honestly. I mean, it's not that's not just a female thing. Like guys, I I feel like when when I look good, I feel good, I start to perform better. Like again, it's just that compounding effect. So like, if you need to get a new outfit, you want to get a new pair of workout shoes, uh, get that pre workout. You know, some of that stuff. I mean, it does help, but it's also a little bit of a placebo to where it mentally just puts you in the state of mind to just conquer. So yeah. utilize the tools. I don't think that you should like not, you know, mm -hmm. anything that you can use that's going to help motivate you and continue to push forward. I would take full advantage of that. And then also, again, changing your environment to be successful, you know, start hanging around more like-minded people like that. You know, if you start to continue to hang out with people that, you know, Lily, if, if she tried to live this lifestyle and continue to, you know, hang out with the people that are going out to drink and the bars, you know, the college days, you know, eventually she would be the outcast. You know, people would start to like, kind of like, oh, you're going to the gym again. You can't hang out with us. Like start to kind of like, you know, little jabs, throw little jabs at you, throw you under the bus, you know? And again, you have to be very strong willed and understand like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? And then again, having the right kind of people around you is going to help reinforce that because it can get very like exhausting when, you're trying to do something good for yourself and other people don't understand why, you know, and it's almost like you have to justify why you're doing the things that you're doing that's supposed mm -hmm. to better you, you know? So, you know, find, find, we got a Facebook group, jump in our Facebook group. There's other support groups, you know, go to, I'm, a lot of gyms have seminars, go to those seminars. You know, there's a lot of ways for you to get the help that you need. And, and a lot mm -hmm. of times it doesn't cost anything, but you gotta, you gotta paddle. Yep. You got to get there. You have to make the effort mm -hmm. for sure. So you got any last words you want to encourage our audience with as far as, you know, more, more so the identity shift. I feel like that was, you know, based off of everything we, we changed, I mean, talked about was how do you, you know, how did you feel from going from like, you know, like the college days, like we all did or no exercise at all to, to now, like, where do you, what's the benefits, you know, is there any? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, your physical appearance changes. I think I was like 20 pounds heavier then. Um, and um, the identity change. I think your identity changes throughout your life so many times. So, <laughs> um, you know, now I'm a mom. So um, I think that... Um, yeah, just, <laughs> it uh... is. It is though. I mean, you, you're, you're constantly going to evolve. You know, yeah. we went through the, I keep going like the college days to yeah. the fitness days, to pregnancy days, to mm -hmm. a mother stage, to a family stage. So, you know, the things that you're doing every single day is what's going to craft you into the identity that you want, mm -hmm. you know? So when you had a baby and you have to do the motherly things, well, now your identity, I'm a mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, I have to be a mother, right? It is, I am a mother. Mm -hmm. And when you start to phrase things in that fashion, you start to believe in it. You start to have confidence in it. So you need to be careful what you're saying and what you're doing because, you know, you could be really saying the wrong thing to yourself and start to actually believe it. You know, I'm hopeless. I'll never be in shape. I'm big bone. You know, whatever the terms that you guys want to use, you will ultimately start to believe what you're saying to yourself. So be cautious of that. But I want to thank you, Lily, for being <laughs> on. And I hope you guys enjoyed the first 
guest appearance. I think we're like 80 something episodes in. So I can tell you this, me and uh, Dr. Preston Gregory have already discussed this topic as we started this podcast, ultimately to, you know, provide value. It was something that we wanted to do for fun as well. And we just saw it starting to take off and people really getting value from it. So we had a conversation the other day where we decided we are at a point where we want to start bringing guests on. So we have a few people in mind. Um, but if there is anyone specifically out there that you think would be great on our show, you know, make sure to leave us a review, you know, drop us a comment, throw us a DM, uh, and we can definitely try to reach out and get them on. So again, I'm, I'm kind of excited for this next little like season of the podcast and, uh, continue to hopefully entertain and give you guys value. So I hope you have a good rest of the week. Thanks guys. (laughs) See y'all later. (laughs)